Welcome to Whiskey and Whiskers, episode two, version. Fuck you. We're your host, Chow. Gator. I'm Chris. And Blake. All right, so we're uh, in the new studio again. That's super exciting. Hell yeah. Um, we can talk more about that later. But first, uh, so I went to a bar. Uh, it was a pool hall type bar. Um, lots of TVs with like sports shit on the wall. In other words, this may not be a bar where like you take a first date. It might be a bar where like, you know, you try to pick up a chick or something, you know? You order whiskey, not a martini. So the kind of place where I would take my first date. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so anyway, it's a, it's a local bar called Shooters. Uh, it may even be not local. That may be all over the place. But it's basically like a pool hall. Like, it's a bar. I don't know what else to say. Fuck it. Uh, but it's, it's the type of place that has a cigarette machine. Okay? Yeah. Now, I, in go the into, bathroom. I go into the bathroom. And I'm standing there taking a piss. And it's got a couple urinals or whatever. And I look. You know how you, the, you have, they have the bar advertisements that are like right in front of you? Oh, yeah. So I'm staring at this bar advertisement that I can't help but fucking look at because I'm, you know, I'm stuck. I'm a captive audience. Yeah. Usually it's like Gold's Gym and dick pills. Right. <laughs> so this one. Well, this uh, zip line. Always the zip line. On the bottom, they had the zip line. That's where I was going to go. <laughs> the bottom was the zip line, which I don't, I don't know why they think like the zip line people think that that's a cool place to to hang their advertisements, but whatever. Because everybody gets drunk and goes in the bathroom and is like, bro. <laughs> We should definitely go ziplining. Yeah. Well, the top advertisement was like split in half, right? The whole top advertisement was, uh, I don't remember her name, but it was this chick. Looked like a uh, like middle-aged chick that used to be hot, but is like still trying to hold on to it. She know? had to get a job. <laughs> now, she's, <laughs> now she's on an advertisement. And uh, <laughs> she she her whole advertisement was, um, she's a matchmaker for... Uh, what are the well-qualified bachelors or something like that? Prestigious bachelors. In other words, what she does is she hooks up um, old, ugly, rich dudes with gold-digging whores. Mm-hmm. That's what I got out of I it. See. And like the, the that sounds legal. The brazenness of it, like <laughs> the balls of it, and and you know, I was standing there looking at it, and I was like, you know, there's definitely some old motherfuckers that have walked in here, and they're like, oh, perfect. I'm going to give this lady a call, De- you know, Deborah or whatever her name is. I'm going to call her. Fucking She's going to hook me up with some fucking, you know, some young uh, gold diggers. And then, uh, and it was all like, had these bullet points that were like, um, well vetted uh, p- applicants and, and stuff like that. The point was, uh, it, and it even said like, successful question mark, you know, looking for love. <laughs> Dude, I was like, is this really a service that people need though? Like, but wait, there's more. I would I would imagine that super rich guys don't have trouble finding gold digging whores. Yeah, yeah. Like th- those are th- those are two peas in a pod. They love each <laughs> other. You know, they'll find each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I think she's just um, behind her time. You know, because like they made an app for that like years ago. Yeah. I wonder what her going rate is. <laughs> I don't know. We should, maybe we should give her a call. She do better than a real estate agent, or I mean. Maybe that was the goal, though. She was like, it's a matchmaking service for that one guy that fucking sucks, and her rates are outrageously expensive, and so she just makes a living off that one guy because she knows he has money. I feel like it's, uh, she's like, oh, I found the perfect candidate for you. It's me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> got him. <clears throat> or just doesn't say that. It's like, I got a perfect candidate, and then sets up a date, and it's her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, doesn't ever mention that. Never fucking... You're the lady on the poster. <laughs> She's... Yeah. And and I was even getting that vibe from her, like... like uh, I'm a gold-digging whore. Yeah. And... and But she's, like, past her prime now. So she's trying to figure out how to still find uh, Sugar Daddy. <laughs> this is what I'm good at, all right? <laughs> hey, what if we're missing the point... I built a career out of this. What if we're missing the point completely and it wasn't uh, aimed at, at, at guys like that and instead it was aimed at the girls that stumble into that bathroom with guys like that so that the girls call them so that she has hmm. stock? I would think you would put that in the girls' bathroom. Uh, but you Probably know, a lot higher exposure right there. Yeah, but all kinds of girls go in there. But the kinds of girls she's looking for are the ones that stumble <laughs> into the guys' bathroom is what I'm saying. That's a valid point. <laughs> Somebody bought her one too many drinks? Yeah. It's just a vetting process, right? You put it in the guy's bathroom and then you know that, yeah. That's how they get properly vetted, yeah. That makes a lot of sense, actually. 
I have my moments. So anyway, good for her, I guess. Maybe she's found a niche in life. The fucking advertisement's always up. And that's not the only bar I've seen it at around here. So oh, that's crazy, dude. So she, uh, you know, I guess she's getting business. So the advertising definitely works, though, because at least a couple of us knew that it was the zipline advertisement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. All right, let's see what's in the in the box. All dun, right. dun, dun. This week, Ooh. the box has been generous to us. Wow. Very generous, actually. What's all over the bottle? So this is a Garrison Brothers straight bourbon whiskey, but unlike the Garrison Brothers that we drank, this one's got a silver uh, wax top, and it's got a single barrel sticker down at the bottom. Hell yeah. That ought to be some good shit. It's also got pen writing on the side that says, like... Corn variety, number one panhandle white from the farms of Dallam County, and it's handwritten. Distilled and barreled in 2014, barrel number, bottle number, all that, aged in oak. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Bottle's got top marks. For sure. All right, let's hear it. Hang on, hang on. You took your fucking sweet ass time reading all the bullshit instead of getting where we could pop the top. Hey, Chopper, do me a favor. Shut the fuck up. Oh. Oh, That was a good one. Hold up, hold up. Oh, that's still good. Damn. Damn. I mean, we knew it was going to be a quality bottle. We knew that. That is tight butthole. It is known. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. What I'm excited. Ta- what were we talking about last week where we were like, not ideal? Yeah. This, this is ideal. Suboptimal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was the, it was the used the, the used oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not ideal. <laughs> yeah. That was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god this motherfucker and his coasters uh these are all of our coasters <laughs> i'm glad we bought coasters for us yeah, makes the studio look good you yeah. want any used coasters <laughs> <laughs> all right garrison brothers single barrel use covid coasters cheers cheers, cheers. that is some fine whiskey that is Gator, what's the matter with you? You got the COVID over there? Yeah, I keep coughing. Don't have COVID. Just coughing. <laughs> Just coughing. Fever. Gonna be in a coffin. Let's get some bite, man. <laughs> a little bit. Not bad, though. At least, I don't know. Not to me. We'll talk about it. All right, so when we sat down at the table, I had previously done a dirtbag move. And then I watched Chris do a dirtbag move. And that's unbuttoning your pants sitting around a table full of people. I feel like that's a dad move more than anything, right? That's a that's an old man move. Man, I can remember one time we were getting our house painted in New York, and my dad was talking to the guy who was painting our house, about to pay him. He just dropped his drawers, tucked in his pants, you know, like picked his shirt, pulled his pants right back up like it was nothing. <laughs> nothing. Mid-conversation, <laughs> dude. I was like, whoa. I'm guilty of that. He just looked at him right in the fucking eyes. Dude. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a power move right there. Dude, mine is... <laughs> I'm getting fatter, so... My pants, they fit when I'm standing up, but when I'm sitting down, my belly just digs into the top of them, and I gotta I gotta undo that. Ouch. Yeah, these are like one size too small, and so, like <clears throat> again, when I'm standing up, it's pretty much fine, but when I sit down, like I can sit down, and it's not gonna fucking break the button, but at the same time, it's pretty uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> what are the other dirtbag moves? I mean, if we're talking dirtbag moves. That's, that's kind of where I wanted to go with this, right? Like dragging the chick in the bar into the men's bathroom? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's one. Uh, I was thinking more along the lines of, like, shooting a snot rocket, but, like, especially if you're inside. <laughs> like, even if you have a bucket or something, if you're inside, it just feels gross. And dangerous. I got one. I got one. You ready? Yeah. Ashing your cigarette on the floor. Yeah? Ooh. Dude, that is a dirtbag move, for sure. Yeah. Or hiding your cigarette butts. <laughs> not mentioning any names. Or not putting a that cigarette one, I- out. Chris, I didn't mean to point you out for the first one, but the hiding your cigarette butts is definitely you. What do you mean? Hiding. When you finish smoking a cigarette and people that smoke cigarettes for some reason think that you can just shove cigarettes in, like anywhere and it's cool as long as you can't see them. What do you mean? Like in a crack in a table or like, <laughs> yeah. I don't usually do that. <laughs> the only time I ever, hi- I'm actually pretty good about cigarette butts. Like I keep a, I keep a water bottle, like a 20 ounce water bottle in the car. I will say you're a lot better about it now 
it used to be that you would just like shove them anywhere that you could stick a cigarette by. <laughs> it was like not like it would have been better if you just like set them on the table. <laughs> Somebody could just be like, well, fuck and swapped it, like swept them all off. Dude, cigarette people do this shit. If you're walking into a restaurant, OK, tell me there's not a planner with a with like a nice plan in it. Well, if they did full of cigarette, if butts. they didn't put an ashtray into the entrance <laughs> of the restaurant, then they deserve that planner to be full of cigarette butts. And that's the cigarette smoker mentality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they didn't put an ashtray in this new studio that we just built, I can shove it in the cracks of the table. <laughs> yeah, but we did put ashtrays, so you ain't got to worry about it. Dude, ashing on the floor, though, is something that, like... that I, I didn't mean, like... That's easy That's easy to fuck up. Like, I, as, as a smoker, I just, you know, will forget my surroundings sometimes and, like, not even realize that I ashed on the floor. Just maybe not even touch my cigarette for so long. It, like, gets long and falls off. Dude, that's a thing. And uh, so the the bar you were talking about, Shooters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's two that I've been to pretty regularly before. It's hard not to ash on the floor at those bars, too. That's true. But, but now you can't smoke in there anymore. On the one on 620. But the one on 1431, you can't. Yep. And I went there for a long time. So I was used to smoking in so Shooters, stop right? going to the one on 620. That's true. Well, I was used to smoking in the one on 1431. And I went to the one on 620 some t- at some point and was waiting on people to show up. And I lit a cigarette. I've done that. And I was sat, I got like three, four puffs and I'm looking around like, there's no motherfucking ashtrays in here. They're just asking for it, man. I've done that. (laughs) And then. It still didn't click. Yeah. And I'm looking around like, what the fuck? And then I'm like, I finally spot a sign on the window that's like no smoking. Oh, fuck. I'm the asshole. Damn it. (laughs) Dude, I've done that. So you put it out on the table and then like shoved it in the coin slot on the Papa Shop machine? Yeah. (laughs) Right after it first happened, um, I did that and then like. I had the moment of like, oh shit, well, right in front of the bartender mm-hmm. and the bartender reached under the bar and pulled out an ashtray and nice. gave it to me. And she was like, you're not supposed to. So like, I didn't, I didn't know anything about this, whatever, you know? Nice. But then the second time I did that, I think we were there at night and, you know, having fun, whatever. And I just lit one and didn't realize it. And they were like, you got to get the fuck out of here. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Uh, but going back to dirtbag moves, I feel like that's probably one, right? Lighting a yeah. cigarette in a space yeah. you're definitely not supposed to. Yeah. Uh, that particular shooter's is in city limits, I think, is why that's that's a thing. Dude, uh, hiding cigarette butts anywhere, I can't get behind nearly as much as, like, if there's a if there's a can, <coughs> a can or a bottle on the table, I'll put them out, like... Yeah, you're a motherfucker about that. <laughs> can or the bottle, and, like... Oh, it's like someone's drink? Like, they're oh, active dude. drink? <laughs> yeah. For, like, oh, yeah. So, I was sober for, like, three years, and I'd come over and hang out and drink non-alcoholic beer. And I'd like walk inside to go to the bathroom, come back out. My half full non-alcoholic beer has a cigarette in it. And it's like, dude, I paid the same price as like buying beer (laughs) to get non-alcoholic beer. And you just fuck that up. (laughs) But yeah, uh, I was subtle. (laughs) That's uh, maybe you made it taste better. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Might. Uh, I'm trying to think what else like. Again, I, my mind keeps going back to like shooting a snot rocket inside, like anywhere, even if you have a bucket or something. Like spitting on the floor, and spitting is pretty gross. Yeah, spitting. That's Dude, one. it turns out people get real mad if you pee on them specifically. Yeah, uh, that's definitely a dirtbag move. <laughs> chunking a beer can out of a car window—that's pretty dirtbag move. <laughs> yeah, bottles are funner. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I live in a neighborhood that's—it's not a super nice neighborhood, but it's not like you know a fucking trailer park either, and and. Don't get me wrong. I grew up in like trailer parks, so I'm, I've seen this, and I, I expect it there. I didn't expect it here. That's what happened. Yeah. Uh, I I think I was walking out to my car with like my three year old, and someone's driving down the street, and they just fucking chuck a glass bottle out the window. Not like at me. They were just throwing it like onto the at road the curb or something. Yeah. Yeah. But they're driving down the the road in a neighborhood, and they just smash a glass bottle, and it's like the fuck, bro. And it, and it wasn't even a this is how you know it was a dirtbag move because it was like one of those big, like 32 ounce beers. <laughs> Hell yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Hell yeah. It was one of those, not like just a little bottle. So that dude, la- layers, right? Like mm-hmm. one, he's drinking and driving. Two, he's drinking and driving like a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then three, he's throwing bottles. And then four, he's throwing bottles in a neighborhood, like with ch- with children playing on their bikes and shit yeah at least go on like the toll road or something <laughs> hey man you don't want to get that open container run ronnie run man. yeah you gotta get rid of it before you get out on the main road i guess <laughs> dude that's <laughs> fucked up <laughs> on top of that i mean he's drinking fucking borderline 40s right 
Yeah. They just yeah. don't, they, they do them like 36 ounces so that they don't get the stigma that a 40 does. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember exactly what size they are because I don't buy those and drink them. I buy a six pack like a normal person, mm-hmm. but, uh, or a 12 pack like a, you know, alcoholic. Mm-hmm. But I definitely don't buy like the 32 ounce. Like, come on, man. Especially not for the car. <laughs> Like, don't even fit your cup holder, man. Like, come on. If you're going to get a roadie, at least, like, get a fucking 18-ounce can or something, you know? Like, damn. So I got one I want, and it kind of fits in the same vein. Um, but I don't know if it fits or not, okay? You're going to a, a party, um, or a, the fights, or a football game, or something like that. And you're going to, you got invited to someone's house. So you show up, and you've got your, like, 12-pack of beer and a bottle of wine or something, or, or a you know, a bottle of whiskey, maybe, and you, you put it all on the, the table and everyone hangs out and you, whatever. Well, now the night's over and there's, you know, various, like, like the cooler is almost, it's like half empty of beer. Like, obviously people have been taking all different beers out of there, but there's still beer left in there. Sure. Um, maybe there's a half drink bottle of wine or a, a whiskey with like three shots in it. And you see that motherfucker that leaves and he goes and like gets his beers out of the cooler or he, like, takes the bottle of whiskey that's got two shots left in it? Mm-hmm. What do you think? What do you think? Can I get a ruling on this? Yeah, so it's a, it's a, it's a gray area because it, it, it's the argument of intent, right? So if said person is off to somewhere else to actually drink those beers and do damage to that stash that particular night, then I feel like it's okay. It's justified? Yeah. Now, if they're going home... Just to put it in their cabinet for a different day, then kind of fuck them. Like I say, I say basically it belongs with the wherever the parties go. But I feel like there's deal. You can, there's tactics here. Like if you don't want to share your beer with the group, you, you take your, your own, own cooler. cooler. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then everybody just knows. Like, okay, well, I'm not going to give him any of my beers, and he's not going to drink any of my. You know, like I'm not going to drink any of his. I've never been a didn't want to share my beer with the group. Person that's my so, th- I've always just been the guy that's like I mean sometimes I bring my own cooler because it's like uh, do I do they have, they a have ice do they yeah. have enough room in the fridge but right. I'm always the guy that's like hey there's beer in that cooler right there like grab a fucking beer so here's the other intent thing though like it depends on the circumstance that you're getting together for right like if you're going to somebody's party for an occasion or like they ordered fights or uh <clears throat> you know somebody's birthday something like that that what you brought was like a, a tribute right yeah like yeah. not, and at that point, no, you're an asshole. You should not. That's take like that a motherfucker way. bringing like like a uh, uh, casserole, or no, maybe like a cake. Like you bring some cupcakes, and then like after I, the party, you take the cupcakes back. And I guess where it like, gets bro. gray is if you're still trying to party, and the rest of the house is crashing, and you're like, I can't go buy beer or whiskey right now. Like I'm still trying to party. So what if you bring like a brisket to somebody's house, and there's brisket left over? Are you gonna take the brisket when you're no. leaving? No, 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 no. It's the same thing. If you that's ask the me. same thing, yeah. So here's the thing with the intent to continue partying. That comes into how closely you know the, the people. people yeah. So, like, if it was us and I was, like, about to run over to Corey's house or something. That's true. If it's strangers, I leave the bottle every time, no matter what. Yeah. So, like, if I'm hanging out with just random motherfuckers that I don't know that well, I'm leaving my shit every time. But if I'm hanging out with you guys, all y'all crash and Corey's like, come over. And I'm like, all right. I'm all right. the whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Then maybe I'm going to snatch the bottle and throw a few beers in a backpack or something. You I know? think that's when it's acceptable. Yeah. If you're going on to party. You know, for the road. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If you're going on to party, if you're going to do damage to the stash that particular night, and especially if you're in a situation where you're like, I can't fucking buy anymore, but I've got to go to this other place, you know? Sure. I can see that. But if it's strangers, leave it every time, and, and hopefully you got a bottle in, in your trunk or your to-go bag or whatever. And if you know you're going somewhere else ahead of time... Then be that motherfucker and show up with the twelve pack and be like, "Hey, this is my beer. I'm sticking it over here." Or Drink don't your... bring all your twelve pack in. Just bring like six in. Leave the rest in your car. Sure, under the seat. Yeah, like yeah. a normal person. <laughs> if you know you're that alcoholic, you got to drink on your way home. Then just prepare for it. Don't don't bring your party beer back home. Yeah, yeah. If you if you got it like that, <laughs> that's what you're doing. And then, you know, leave a couple in the in the car. Yeah, I I don't know. I brought it up because I really don't know how I feel about it. I've definitely been like, oh, that was tacky. And then I've also been like, oh, don't worry. We have beer here. I'm about to be, I'm, I'm, I'm on the way, you know? Yeah. So I guess, yeah, I think you're right, Chris. It, it depends on the situation. Yeah, it's circumstantial for sure. That's that's social awareness shit, right? Like that's, that's some of the shit that hopefully the children are learning in school, you know? <laughs> yeah. Just social awareness. You kind of judge 
who you're around, what your what your relationship is with them, you know, and if if they're and if they're down to party or not. You know, that's another thing. Like yeah, if there's still people up partying and then you're like, I'm gonna go to this other party and take your Dude, shit. Dude, if you that's leave kinda... if you leave the party and there's still people hanging out drinking and you leave the party and like take the last bottle of liquor, yeah. that's a dirtbag move. That's a dirt through and through. Yeah. For that's sure. like beyond dirtbag. Mm-hmm. You're like, hey guys, this is my whiskey. Uh I'm leaving. I'm taking it with me. Fuck you. You don't hang out with that guy anymore after that. <laughs> yeah, that's a dirtbag move. That's yeah. for sure a dirtbag move. It's like douchebag move. <laughs> All right, so this is kind of a different thing, but kind of kind of tails into it, right? So, dirtbag bullshit the companies pull, right? So, I was listening to this presentation the other day. Let's call it a TED Talk, right? It's not, but let's call it that. Uh, and somebody was talking about running businesses, and they were talking about running a gas station. And one of the things they train their fucking cashiers to do is that when somebody goes in and asks to buy a pack of smokes, they grab two packs and bring them to the register. And it's like something like 65% of the time, the customer will buy those two packs instead of the one that they came in for. Well, yeah, dude, you're saving money. Well, yeah, and that can go into the discount rate or whatever. But if you go in and ask for a pack of cigarettes, more often than not, they're going to grab two packs and walk up to the register. And then you either have to say, no, 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 I just want the one pack. But more often than not, you're just going to be like, yeah, that's fine. Dude, I have the opposite experience. I ask for two packs always at a minimum. I was about to say, I flip it on its head. And they and they bring me one pack, and I'm like, no, I want two. That happens to me literally all the time. I'm like, hey, give me a pack of... And I go to the same place. Like, my, I can't buy my cigars everywhere. Right. So I go to the same store, it's the same motherfucker, and I'm like, hey, you know, I need a pack of my cigars. And he's, and there's there's one guy, the guy that owns the store, he's the guy that on the literally the first day they were open, I walked in and I said, look, these are my cigars. You don't have them right now, but you need to get them, and, that, and I'll come here every day. You know, and he was like, "Okay, cool, I'll get him." And he does. He's got him in stock. Mm-hmm. Super cool. So I go to the same guy, and he knows what the fuck. But he's also got this other guy that works there that doesn't it, like. He still hasn't figured it out. When I'm like, "Hey, a pack of cigars," and he's like, "These," and I'm like, "No, left, left, up, 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 left, stop, stop, no, go back." Like yeah. that shit. And then I'll be like, "I need four because <laughs> I'm that asshole. I buy cigar like I buy, and we talked about this I think last week, but I buy enough cigars that like. I stash one in my glove box and then I stash a pack in, you know, my, my backpack and then I stash a pack in my nightstand and, and your fanny pack. I just put them everywhere so that later when I'm like, I need smokes, I can find them, you know? Sure. So I buy like four and six packs at a time and then don't buy them for a while. Mm-hmm. And dude, I'll, I'll be like those, finally those, yes, those. And he'll grab one and I'm like four and he'll be like. Four? And I'm like, yeah. And then he grabs another one and he starts walking to the counter. And I'm like, no, motherfucker, four. Twice that. Like, we're, we can count. Use your fingers, bro. We, we, we'll get there. Right. To be fair, that shit is two packs stuck together. Yep. That's what I was going to go. Is In his defense, you buy two packs that are like saran wrapped together. No, that's dumb. It's Okay, let me buy one pack then. I think they sell those. Maybe not at that store, but I think they sell those. You'd have to be like... Yeah, yeah then would, they give you the little cellophane with three of them in that it. That would be a half a pack. You'd be like, let me get a half a pack. <laughs> and they don't do that shit. If you can grab it in one like grab, if it's connected, if it's one thing, that's one pack. No, no, no. Hold on. This is two cardboard boxes filled with cigars that are cellophane together. That is two packs. Yeah, he's right. I disagree. I don't care if fucking Marlboro Red sells a double pack... And I ask for two packs. They're going to give me that double pack. Yep, that's a fact. All right. So, well, so how, you need to go in and ask for eight motherfucking packs. No, how about the? Because you can't. Then I can't ever buy one pack. Well, they'll, in his defense too, they'll fuck that up too. Then they'll bring him eight of the motherfuckers. And that's what I'm saying. Like, this oh, motherfucker needs to that? know. Like he's met me before. He knows what the, he knows how I count them. Right. Sure. You should write the manufacturer and be like, bro, can we get this figured out? Can you stop <laughs> sending two packs up together and call them one? Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's confusing people. <laughs> So I will say that it is it's definitely like it's of my life. You got to get to the point where your motherfucker at your gas station knows when you walk in and go pack a smokes, they fucking just grab Dude, when when homeboy's there, the guy that owns the gas station and I walk in, he's like, hey, buddy. And I'm like, hey, what's up, man? And he's like, smokes. Are you getting something else? And I'm like, I'm going to get some candy bars and I'm going to get some beer. I'll be right back. And I walk up and he's like, uh, he's already got the packs of cigars like sitting on the counter and he's. 
Yeah. He's got four. Like, I count them. Four packs. Yeah. And he kind of just looks at me like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's fine. And he goes, for the wife? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And he'll grab her pack of smokes, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's how good he is. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. You got to get one of those motherfuckers. And then the dumb motherfuckers that don't know what's going on, you got to you gotta train them. <laughs> like, the one time, the next time you go in there, be like, I need four packs. And when he finally gets it right... Just be like, look at me, and just fucking give him the like fingered eyeballs, and be I want like, you to remember this moment. Yeah, <laughs> this is four fucking packs. I will be back in a few days. <laughs> this is a particular set of skills that I need you to have. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have another dirtbag uh, company move. All right, it's very similar to the grab two packs of smokes. Uh, if you go to get your your car inspected, what happens? Your well, wind- your windshield wipers are bad. Yeah, and it's like, bro. I, I changed the wind just because I knew that you were going to fucking say that. I changed the windshield wipers today. Today, motherfucker. Like, I just drove. I, I changed those in the parking lot before you did the inspection. You're a fucking liar. You didn't even look at them. Yeah. Every time. Yep. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> well, all right, good. I'm glad we agree. <laughs> you keep coming back to the same place. No, fuck no. Welcome to adulthood. This should be in some high school curriculum somewhere. Yeah, just teaching that everybody is a fucking liar. <laughs> they're just trying to get you to buy more shit. <laughs> and all you should do is just make sure to tell them that they're a fucking liar. But yeah. I thought I thought it was understood that just, like, car people do that. Like, all the time. Like, you can take it to a mechanic and they'll be like, oh, this is the problem. We'll get it running again. Also, you need to fix this other thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just because. Things, things uh, with cars. So, uh, my wife was having trouble with her battery. And I, I was trying to figure out if it was the alternator or the battery and, like, so I was, you know, doing certain tests to, like, figure that out. And some of those tests, like, take time, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, we got it jump-started. We're going to let it run for a little while. Then we're going to kill it. And then we're going to go to sleep. We're going to wake up. It's going to get cold tonight. We'll see if it starts in the morning. Right. That type of situation. Mm-hmm. The next morning, it doesn't start, you know? And I'm like, oh, well, fuck. Let's, like, let's put it on a trickle charger. Maybe that will keep it alive. You know, like, maybe it's because it's cold, mm-hmm. right? And uh, she's like, well, let me take it up to the, the shop and I'll get it tested. And it's like... You believe that shit? Like, do you believe that shit? Do you really think they're going to test it and be like, no, it's good. It's good, bro. Take it back. Put it in. It's really, it should start. Yeah. No, never. They've never said that. They're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's dead. And it's like, well, yeah, I knew it was fucking dead. My car didn't start. Like, I'm asking if it can be recharged. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, I think they test for that. It can be rebought. I think they're full of shit. I don't think, I think they put a voltmeter on it. And if it's dead, it's dead. No, I think they do some kind of charge test on it. I think they say they do. <laughs> the big conspiracy, huh? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. <clears throat> yeah, why would you? Why would you what? Why would you tell them, oh, this battery's fine. Don't spend $120 right now in my store. Well, then you feel even dumber if you're like, oh, the battery's fine. What am I doing wrong? Right. Yeah. They, they want you to feel like you've you figured it out and they make 120 bucks. I'm just saying. It's in their interest. To, to lie to you. And so they're like, yep, looks dead. And they're not even technically lying because it is it is dead. I know it's dead. I carried it in here. No, you know how you know if it's like really, really dead? Like it, it's not, it's, it's fucked. Um, it's like the third time you got to jump your car, you go get a new fucking battery. Yeah. That's what it came down to. That's how that goes. Yeah, your you, battery you is dead. Fuck all the bullshit and trying to analyze it. Like if the third time your car doesn't start, you go get a new battery. But the first, like after the first time, you don't take it to get it tested right then. Or, like, oh, my car didn't start. I'm going to pull the battery and go get it tested. Or no. I've had batteries go out so hard that, like, not only would the car not start, like, it wouldn't stay started anymore. Yeah, that's the thing. I've definitely seen that as well. But that's, I mean, it's the same shit, right? Like, uh, you take your... Your battery's dead, bro. You take your car to the tire shop, and you're like, I need you to patch my tire. And there's a nail, like, dead fucking center oh, in the yeah. middle of the tire. And they're like, oh, bro, that's in the Sidewall. drywall. Yeah. <laughs> that's in the drywall for sure. Sidewall. Drywall. Sidewall. sidewall. He said it right the first time. The drywall. Yeah, the drywall. <laughs> I got uh, it. <laughs> it's in the sidewall, yeah. And you're like, dude, I can... I'm looking at it. It's in the dead fucking center of the tire. Like, there's... It's not even fucking six dude, inches on either side from... That's, that's one, at this point, they pretty much won't do it. Like, they pretty much won't do it. They're like, oh, sorry, we can't touch it. You need new tires. Like, that's that's their go-to because, I, I mean, it's it's got them, right? Dude, mm-hmm. it, come on. Patch your own tire. 
Yep. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then, you know, they just take those tires, they turn them around to Terry's flop junk, and Terry resells them. And and then you get a motherfucker that patches his own tires, and Terry tells him on the front end, like, hey, this tire just got a hole in it. You gotta, it's right in the sidewall. <laughs> it's a slash. You need to plug that shit. And you're like, all right, cool. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying you need to check out Terry's flop junk, because they've got all, all the, uh, Blown tires uh, with drywall damage that you could ask for. They've also got used COVID masks, buckets with holes in them, rusty radiators, decks of 48 cards with naked ladies, broken treadmills, workout equipment. Uh, dude, they got everything you could ever ever need. Uh, gently used dildos and butt plugs for all your <laughs> intimate desires. And the best thing about it is they're conveniently located between the airport and the city dump. And you knew you were already going to be there anyway, so just swing by Terry's Flop Junk. Check it out. Tell them Whiskey and Whiskers sent you. Fuck yeah, Terry's a good friend of ours. We definitely want to see some more business for him. And on that note, should we take a shot? Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Let's go. Uh, So while you're pouring those up, I'm um, going to bring up another kind of dirtbaggy thing, just because we seem to be on a roll with that. Uh, But it's just something I really don't understand, I think. And I just want some uh, clarity, maybe. Some insight, if you will. So there's a very active community on Reddit called Roast Me, right? I know of this. So everybody knows like Comedy Central Rose, same shit, right? And the idea is that somebody posts a picture of themselves with a little sign that says roast me so that, they, you know, it's them and people just roast the shit out of them. So where I want to, what com- the biggest takeaway I got from this community is that people roast themselves for all like, or sacrifice themselves for all different reasons, right? Sure. Sometimes someone will be like, Hey, uh, I'm feeling like I'm on top of the world. I'm a doctor. I'm, you know, it's like crushing it. Yeah. I'm crazy hot. I've got this smoking hot, you know, wife or husband. And I'm like, I drive a Bentley and go ahead, try your best roast me. Mm -hmm. Then there's also motherfuckers that are like homeless, live in my parents' basement, uh, you know, play World of Warcraft, like whatever. They, they are like, look, I'm a fuck up. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. You, You can't hurt me. Roast me. And and it makes me wonder, like, what what are you looking for when you go into this? It's you know, it's not going to be good, right? And that I guess that's where I'm like hung up is what a what mindset do you have to be in to be like this is a good idea? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then two, like I, I I don't know. I guess I can see the other side more, but then there's also a mindset of like, yeah, I'm going to go in and just fucking bash this guy, dude. Yeah. I'm fucking well, dude, I'm on this. What, what are people yeah. going to tell you that you don't already know? Especially just based oh, on your picture. Oh, some of them hit hard. You know, like. Yeah. But you have to be, you have to go into it above it. Like, there's a reason that on the Comedy Central roast, it's never just your average show. And that's because that would be mean, you know? Sure. <laughs> but that's, that's what this is, though. <laughs> that's why it's fucking but crazy these, to me. I don't know. Yeah. Not all these people are crushing it. They're just like, hey, haven't been able to land a date in a while. Roast me. That's just sad. Like, Fuck, dude. <laughs> Damn. Reason you can't land a date is because you got a lazy eye. Why don't you buy some clothes? Because he thought it was a good idea to come on here and ask people to roast you. Yeah, dude. And some of some of them are like, "Holy shit, dude, that's fucking brutal." Like, there's no way they've heard that before. You know? Yeah. Like, I saw I saw one the other day that fucked me up. Like, made me laugh. Right. And it was this girl. And she was like, "I'm 40, trying to dress like I'm 20, and she's got this like lacy top on, right?" And she's like pretty jacked right like she's definitely in shape but her face is busted like hard busted and uh <laughs> so the very top comment was you definitely skip face day <laughs> and it was like dude she has not heard that before i promise that's funny damn so like there's definitely some shit like i don't think you go into that just knowing everything that they're gonna say already but like there's definitely some fucked up shit that comes out of there that's my point. I, I don't think you can. It, it doesn't matter how much you are crushing it. And even if you're like, look, I'm going to go in here and I'm going to get some humility, right? Like, that's my goal for sure. this. Yeah. 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 You're still going to get, like, some soul-crushing comments that are like, <laughs> yeah. fuck, bro. See, but I, don't... I thought you were going to make fun <laughs> of the shit that I'm secure about, not <laughs> that. I don't think it's like that, though. Because, like I said, when I see when I see the, the Comedy Central roast is what I can relate it most to because those are most of what I've seen. It. No, you haven't heard everything that they're going to say out there, and dude, and some of it's going to be pretty fucking harsh. You know what I mean? But you're just in a spot of, like, 
You, I don't know. You're ready for it. You're above it. You know that they're going to fucking go off on you. Sure. And that's it, just like a mentality thing, right? Like, yeah. You just got to be in the right headspace going into it, I guess. And whether that be like, I'm crushing it, or, you can't fucking hurt me. Or, or just I'm have, so fucked and I know it that like, you're not going to say some hey, shit that's going to fuck me up. I feel like have money like God status is, is pretty easy to just be like, yeah, you know, make fun of me, whatever. Yeah. Like I'll still continue living my life however the fuck I want to. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. They can still get, I mean, they can, they can bite, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and it's kind of the same thing with the roast, right? And like, they're all crushing it. So like, it's a little bit different, but like you, you go into the roast knowing that somebody is going to say some shit that's like, oh, fuck, dude. I have I did not see that. Coming. I've had, I have heard that some of the people got fucked up on the backside. I think now that, you, now that we're talking about it. Yeah. Even well, like, like afterwards. Yeah. Like really famous uh, movie stars and comedians and shit. Been like that was kind of rough. <laughs> I had to go to therapy. <laughs> Damn. Ah, fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. Uh, all right. So I'm liking this like trend <clears throat> that we've got going on. That's been going on for multiple topics now, right? So uh, I'm gonna keep rolling with it. So another dirtbag thing that I want to talk about is if you could have whatever you wanted, what is the most fucked up pet you would own? Most fucked up pet. Like, are you a tiger, motherfucker? Are you like a monitor lizard motherfucker? <laughs> yeah. Last week we established that Chop is an alligator in the pond type of guy. Dude, a monkey's pretty fucked up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like a baboon. Yeah. No, not a baboon, because those are pretty hardcore. Yeah. Or like a chimpanzee. Dude, what? Chimp is fucking, pretty fucking hardcore, too. A chimpanzee? Too. What a, chim- a chimpanzee? Okay. Okay. With like a fucking hat on or something? <laughs> or a helmet? That like plays yeah. a music box? Yeah. <laughs> crashes the cymbals <laughs> can it ride a tricycle also <laughs> what about what about like a bear that's pretty fucked up i'll take that i was thinking like a bobcat yeah like yeah this leash. is good this can is you good stuff a bobcat in a leash you know it would be dope though a fucking kangaroo dude yeah that <laughs> dude, would be you would have sick. to fight a kangaroo so i don't know about a bobcat but i do know that people have fucking <coughs> servals and fucking savannah cats as pets and that's pretty fucked off yeah, yeah. savannah cats are pretty big yeah like, yeah this is getting into border, borderline tiger king shit you yeah. know like but like you might if, have a problem bro but like if you're actually like that's that's having a compound full of tigers right i'm talking about like you have a mansion and you've got one fucked up animal in your mansion I think it's still frowned upon. I'm pretty sure. Oh, it's for sure frowned upon. But I'm saying, I'm saying it happens for sure. It happens. And when we get rich and famous, what fucked up animal are we gonna have? As a pet? Dude, for real, a badass alligator, like a big fucking alligator. <laughs> and you're just you just avoid it. Like you have to <laughs> move room. You're like shut the door. The fucking alligator. Like, <laughs> He's in Ow. the living room. <laughs> Fail. <laughs> We're gonna have to eat outside tonight. Uh, yeah, dude, that's what I was talking about last week. I don't think I'd go alligator. I think I'd do like a monitor lizard because that's still like a six, seven foot, eight foot lizard. That's like, it's a giant fucking lizard. Could you imagine an alligator shitting in your house? Dealing no. with that? Like dragging it all over your house with his big fucking tail? You just feed it like bags of Taco Bell and shit. <laughs> Roadkill dogs. You're like, here you go. Yeah, dude. I think, I think for me. Do you want the dirt bag answer? Yeah. This, like the most dirt bag answer? Sure. A human. Ooh, that's pretty <laughs> fucked. <laughs> Damn, why to take that way dark? <laughs> yeah, like a gimp, maybe. Yeah, just hides in a cage. Uh-huh. Let him out sometimes. Yep. Huh. Yep. <laughs> that's the most fucked up answer for sure. Yeah, that's definitely top on the charts on uh... dirtbag answer. I thought that's what we're going for here. Yeah. Just trying to play the game. Well, no, I was going for what you would actually want. <laughs> <laughs> that's Wait, a dirtbag thing dude but i don't that that i guess that how i came like i don't even know want to get into why my brain even goes there but uh <laughs> i was thinking i was like dude i don't want any fucked up pets oh i do <laughs> like at this point like i don't even want most of the easy pets i'm a fucked up pet motherfucker i guess because uh I already do, like, snakes and lizards and shit, but I would just, like, scale it up. You're the type of person that's going to end up with a gimp, bro. <laughs> I just think it'd be funny to to have, like, this giant, nice mansion, and, like, the whole party has to move because the alligator came into the room. You know, like, it, you don't even, you don't fucking put it in a cage. You don't, It does whatever the fuck it wants, right? You just kind of, like... It runs the household. Yeah. The well, only sanctuary is that, obviously, you have an upstairs. Gator's not super good at climbing stairs, right? <laughs> but know, motherfucker man. can get up there. <laughs> it just takes him a while, so you know it's coming. 
What if you had something like a like a trophy buck living in your house? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? No. He just walks around and fucking like no. fucks up your shit all the time. Or a horse? No. <laughs> you just yeah. put a horse inside. Dude, let's keep going. Like elephant or a moose, <laughs> giraffe maybe. Dude, a moose would fuck so much shit <laughs> up with giant ass antlers that are just like everywhere. Do you yeah, know how dude. big a house you would need to put an elephant in that motherfucker? Or what if you just put like, oh, man, what if you just put like a cow in your like a bull in your garage? Yeah, he just hangs out in there. Yeah, so it you're was... like, oh yeah, beer fidget in the garage. <laughs> dude, I would not keep my motorcycles in there. No, you have multiple garages. It's fine. But, like, one garage that has the beer fridge in it also has a bull in there. Dude, so, like, even when somebody walks out, the bull's laying down, and they're just like, <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Talk about a security. I'll get a cooler. <laughs> this shit's not all right. Talk about a security system. Like, your bedroom door bolts shut, and you let a bull loose in the house whenever burglars come in. Yeah. It would be a, it would be an easy way to, like, clear shit out, you know? If, like, you wanted everybody to leave and you just fucking let the elk loose in the party. <laughs> yeah. Swat and he's like, here. Like, they're like, oh, shit. And it's like, I'm going to run straight at you because I'm trying to get away from you through the door. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. Dude, I don't know. Have you met our friends? They'd probably get the elk drunk and we'd have a whole thing. <laughs> Pete would be mad. We'd be eating it by the end of the night. Damn. What about bees? <laughs> That's that's how you get people to get the fuck out. Damn. In the house for sure. I know, like I know people that keep bees, and that's that's kind of a alrightly cool thing. Like well, you can do that in the neighborhood. Well, we're stupid rich, right? Like we won the mega millions here. We're billionaires. Right? <laughs> you just have like a bee room. Yeah. No, you just have a button that opens, and now all the bees on the outside have like access to the inside. Oh, I see. And then you close it and just stay in your room for a day or two. No, no, no. Hold on. We can take this up <laughs> a notch. All the bees die. We take this up a notch. It's all yellow jackets. Oh, yeah. Because bees are, like, actually useful, kind of. <laughs> yellow jackets aren't, like, at yeah, all. Yeah, you're just an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Like, yellow jackets, wasps, something like that. Yeah. Something that just serves no purpose but to fucking make people really hate it. Yeah, go get the beer in the fucking garage. <laughs> By the way, just ignore all the fucking yellow jackets. <laughs> It's, I, I, it seems like you're breeding yellow jackets in your garage, bro. <laughs> yeah. I love the leftover beer. I definitely had a carport that had a bunch of yellow jackets in it and often would keep the beer cooler in there. Yeah, that's kind of a dirtbag move. <laughs> not on purpose, just because it was the only place in the shade. All right, so not in the house. <laughs> the tactic The tactic is you have a like a faux front door, right? Like the main front door and there's like an entryway and maybe another door, like a second door to get in. You just keep the yellow jackets in there. That way, when someone that you don't want comes in, or if someone breaks in, they come through the front door, and you're like, oh, we fucked up now. That second door's locked, and that room is full of yellow jackets. (laughs) (laughs) Just a booby trap. A yellow jacket booby trap. I can dig it. Surprise, it's a room full of ferrets. (laughs) That got way off the rails and where I was trying to go with it, but yeah. (laughs) A room full of ferrets, what the fuck? (laughs) I don't know why that took a second to to kick, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they don't, they're not even mean it's just fucked up just like, dude, dude fuck that they'll scratch the shit out of you dude i've been in a room full of guinea pigs that's pretty fucked up and they stink yeah oof dude a room full of ferrets pretty fucked up bro <laughs> like you need to burn the house down <laughs> i guess you could just do spiders too oh yeah he really wanted to fuck like every fear that you can possibly think of in one room so like that entry room is just like a bunch of portraits of clowns with spiders on the loose and like scorpions coming out of the ground Scorpions, you fuck with people you go they're like hey man where's the bathroom you're like all right you're gonna go up the stairs take a left you're gonna take your third right and it's the fourth door on the left don't take the fifth door on the left because that's the spider room (laughs) and they're like fuck dude basically we want the fear factory house (laughs) you don't you don't want to go into the spider room don't open the third door. That's full of clown portraits. Fourth room is spiders, all right? You definitely want to go left, because if you go right and hit the fourth door, that's a room full of ferrets. Right? Right. No, left. You're not even going to want right? to go down that hallway. It stinks. <laughs> Damn. All right, let's take a shot of this and uh, talk about it. And it's sponsored by Fear Factory. Thanks, Joe Rogan. Tink. <laughs> Tink. I think Jeff Rogan, Joe, Joe Rogan's just hanging out with Jeff Goldblum somewhere. I hope so. Maybe on the weekends. Fuck those guys. All right. Some fine Garrison Brothers whiskey. Certified Texas whiskey. Uh, I already told you about the batch and bottle numbers and the county and all that. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's all there is to it. Fuck it. All right. Well, let's talk about it. Sweetness, I'm going to say it's low. 
I want to say sweetness is at a 1.5. I got the opposite. I'm three. I got a little bit of sweet. I was going two and a half, so I guess call it two and a half. Yep. All right. Uh, Crunch, very low. Low. Very low. Definitely low crunch. One. 1.5. I want to say 1.5, but I don't know what would be like a one at that point. So I'm actually going to say one. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Bite, yes. It does have a bite. It's not overpowering, but it's definitely there. I'm going to say 2.5. Ooh. 3.5, Shaw said. That's I what said I said. 2.5. Oh, 2.5. I said 3.5. I'm going to call it a 3. Yeah. All right. Uh, bottle. Dude, this might be the coolest bottle we've ever fucked with. So I'm going to lay some stuff down. First of all, uh, it's got a, it's got a, the whole, the whole top, the whole neck, the whole uh, cork, everything all the way down to where the like bottle broadens out. It's all covered in wax and it's this silver, like shiny wax um, on top of the cork. There's a stamp where like they dipped it in the wax and then they took a Garrison Brothers Texas Star stamp and stamped the top. Uh, there's a Texas Star like stuck to the front of the bottle. There's um, like signatures on the back of the bottle. There's Garrison Brothers on the bottom of the bottle. Like this all bottle, the stats of the bottle are handwritten on the side. The stats are handwritten on the side. Like and the pop the, was phenomenal and the pop was crazy. This might be the best bottle we've ever fucked with. Here's the only reason I'm going to give it any kind of negative mark at all, and the only reason I wouldn't give it, like, absolute top marks. There is absolutely nothing on that bottle that distinguishes it from another bottle. Everything is exterior. Nope. Right? There's yeah. a Texas Star, but that's fucking glued to that bitch. What about the bottom? Oh, there is a stamp on the bottom. Mm-hmm. In the glass. All right. All right. I was... I was no, I was but, just trying to point gotcha, it out. Gotcha. There wasn't uh, anything like on the main part of the bottle that is distinguishing for that bottle because everything else is like metal that's plated on it or something like that. But, but they did a good job of it. Yeah, it's it does look absolutely excellent, and that was the only reason I was going to give it like a, a kind of derogatory mark at all. I, I thought you were going to go to a basic shape. It does have a little bit of a basic. Well, shape. Well, it's a classic but, shape. This is this is a cool bottle or the the shape, right? That's what I'm talking about. Sure. And this is awesome because it's timeless, right? And it's not its not Jack Daniels, because Jack Daniels is square. It's a little bit more of a rectangle. It's definitely unique in that it's... But you, you also feel like you've seen this It bottle. has its own uniqueness. It's actually thicker um, right before the neck breaks than it is at the bottom. It tapers up, which is actually different. Than so Most of them are square. So this is like Wayfarers. That's what I think of when I think of the shape of this. Is Yes, it's not anything that's crazy outlandish. It's not a fucking... Like, you know, Super it's like a tall, skinny. It's or, like a bull with a dude playing guitar, writing it or something. Is the bottle, and you're right. like, "Holy shit!" No, this is this is a timeless, stylish bottle that uh, is unique to itself. And I will so, say, I've drank some other Garrison Brothers, and uh, honestly, I've enjoyed this one more than the rest of them so far. That's right. So, what are we saying for the bottle? I give it a four. Four point five. I was going to say four point five. I'm okay with a four. Like, I'm I'm trying to imagine what a five might be. <clears throat> and I don't know. Maybe there's some room for improvement. Maybe you could put some more texture on it to like separate it from more more unique. I mean, like for instance, Willet is an extremely uh, extremely unique bottle. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is good. Well, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, and and their bottle is excellent. Yeah. Um, I I feel like they could have a more unique style, but that's about the only marks I could give them. Uh, I want to say four and a half. All right. I opened four and a half, so I'm good with it. All right. Drunkenness? Uh, dude, it's working for me. I feel like it's good drunk. It's easy to get down. Yeah. I said chimpanzee earlier, so... <laughs> chimpanzee. Yeah, he did. It's working. Yeah, for sure. Uh, which I don't usually struggle with that word, but hey, you know, this is 94 proof. Um, yeah. So, 48? 47. It says 47. 47, yeah. 47. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I would say... Above average, 3.5? Sure. Yeah, I was going to say 3, but I, I could go 3.5. 3.5 because it's easy to get down. You oh, there you go. Of that. Boom. Yeah. Sold. All right. 3.5 it is. And I, I want to put this in contention for one of the best bottles we've ever drank. This is... Ooh, I'm not there. This appeals to my taste, like, perfectly. Uh, I would like a little bit more crunch, if I'm being honest. Hmm. I'd like a little less sweetness. Yeah, I would see that as well. Um... Overall, though, I, I would agree. It's extremely good. That's just nitpicking at that point. Um, definitely in contention. Uh, one of the better bottles we've ever drank, for sure. I don't have it in my top three. Really? Mm-mm. 
That surprises me. It would be pushing it to put it in my top five, even. Wow. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a bottle that's better, and the only thing I can come up with that competes is Whistle Pig. Dude, Whistle Pig was really Whistle good. Whistle Pig is really fucking good. <laughs> uh, Maybe yeah, there's I, a reason these bottles are more expensive, huh? Yeah. Um, it's better than Sparkling Water. That's for sure. That's for oh, sure. Oh, dude. Why you gotta be a hater? I don't know, but check this out. When I was a kid, there was this shit. It was called, like, I think it was Canadian Mist. Uh-huh. Right? And it was, like, flavored sparkling water, you know? Yeah, that's like Sprite. I love Sprite. When I was a kid, that shit was so good. It was so good. Like, I, I loved it. And now they've got another one. <laughs> and it's like a Canadian sparkling water knockoff or whatever. And uh, I had it recently as an adult. Not so much. Dude, I love sparkling water. Um, I'm talking about the, sh- like the shit that, that isn't sweet at all. That like, isn't uh, flavored like at Topo all. Chico Topo Chico. Topo Chico. Topo Chico uh, fucking sucks, dude. Yeah, that shit only has one place, and it's for making mixed drinks. And I feel like that's a that's a, that's a dirtbag cunt that is like, oh, I'm going to drink this Topo Chico. And it's like, you can't drink water, motherfucker. Those are like the people that prefer gin, dude. You can have water out of the faucet like the rest of us. Yeah. All right, here I like my water wet. Here, here we go. I'm gonna play devil's <laughs> advocate. All right, uh, I understand like Perrier and Topo Chico and shit like that, only because I kind of force fucked myself into it. Right, so um, I used to travel for work. I was working events, and they would have like these fucking like, for lack of a better word, like snack bar buffet line type things. Right, mm-hmm. and so whenever they provided those, it would take away from my per diem for the day like my dollar amount that i got for food and whatever and i get it they're providing meals that's why they're taking part of it away but i was a vindictive motherfucker right and so they took away some of my money and i was like all right the prime rib fine i'm gonna drink 12 goddamn perriers every time there's a snack break (laughs) i'm gonna eat the like most food that i can possibly stomach i'm gonna be so hydrated yeah. So I kind of force fucked myself it's not into passive aggressive at all, man. <laughs> into drinking a shit ton. Of, in this particular instance, it was Perrier, not Toba Chico, but same same idea, right? Like it's it's unflavored sparkling water. Uh, that shit is gross. <laughs> like I would uh, no shit. I would rather drink water out of the faucet. I yeah, can, it's so much better. I'm with you. I can understand it to an extent, right? Like honestly, I'm gonna challenge you, and this might sound kind of fucked up. Let's go. Get one of those motherfuckers, pop the top, let that bitch sit for like 30 minutes. So it's flat, like water. <laughs> yeah, but it still has a different taste. No. Nah. Yeah, it does. I promise. No, it does I, taste, I, I believe you. It, it I'm tastes just saying, different. It still tastes like shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought you were going to be like, you get that, you open it, you squeeze some lime into it, a lot of lime, yeah. like three limes into it, and then put like a cup of sugar and then it tastes yeah. good. Yeah. I totally yeah. thought you were going to be like, and then some gin. <laughs> That too. That all works. Uh, I know there's. I know there's some mixed drinks that you can make with sparkling water that I've had that are decent. Sure. And I'm like, okay, it has its. For me, that's where its place is. But a lot of times, even with that, like it's still flavored sparkling water, which is my shit, right? Like that's the shit I was hoping you weren't hating on, because the like fucking, uh, like if it's lime or whatever, that like that's kind of okay. But like the one I just had most recently was like a peach sparkling water, and that shit was pretty good. Yeah, that shit's good. Yeah. What about that's like, like drinking a soda, dude? I don't like it as an adult. It is and and I've done this a, quite a bit lately as I'm approach forty. It, let's go back and like. Dude, when I was a little kid, I used to love to eat pimento cheese sandwiches. So we had pimento cheese sandwiches like on the show one time because mm-hmm. I was just kind of going back and like, turns out I still very much like pimento cheese sandwiches. In fact, I have pimento cheese in my fridge right now. So I tried the thing with the with the flavored sparkling water. Not so much, dude. Not so much. What's what's the deal where there's like tonic water and then there's sparkling water? I know there's like tonic in it. I don't know what the hell it is. I think though. it's the same thing as like when a shop spells it S H O P P E. Yeah. No, I think there's a difference between tonic water and sparkling water. I think it's very minute though. I think yeah. the difference it's like the difference between club soda and sparkling water, which is fucking and tonic water because now there's three. Yeah. That's all stupid. Look, I either want water or I want a soda, and if I want a soda, I'm going to drink like Sprite. You know? Yeah, yeah. and if I want a water, I don't well, want it I to drink taste water. like TV static. Dasani or the faucet's fine too. Here's the deal, right? Like in times in my life where I've been trying to be a little bit healthier, drinking flavored sparkling water is healthier than drinking a fucking soda, right? So, do drinking sweet tea is pretty fucking healthy. 
No, it's soda, not at all. Bro. Just drinking soda, dude. <laughs> drinking tea that is not sweetened is healthy, but <laughs> drinking sweet tea is not at all. I would definitely rather drink unsweet tea than sparkling water. Sweet tea is better for you than soda. Yes, but I don't know. It depends on who makes it. Yeah, that's, that's true. Chicken Express tea is like fuck, dude. This is sugar. <laughs> yeah, this is chewy, dude. I can't. <laughs> I I'm pretty picky about my sweet tea. Like I'm real picky. Even at home, like I have I. I have one brand that I'll buy the jug of sweet tea, but even at home, like the tea I make at home, I buy the same brand of the jug that I buy is the tea bags that I buy. Like it's, I see. Yeah. You're serious. I'm picky about it, dude. I won't, man. And I, I used to think I liked the, the chicken express or the, or the bushes sweet tea, you know, bushes sweet tea, man, not so much. And then, so, so the counter is to try and go half and half, right? You're like, Hey, give me a 50, 50 sweet tea. And, and you hope that you can knock that sweetness down a little bit, but they always fuck that up. One, they go one way too far the other. Yeah. I do like uh, Arnold Palmer's. Yeah. No. So you get the unsweet tea with the with the lemonade. That shit's good. I don't like lemon that much though. That's just me. Yeah, that's kind of where I fault on that as well. Yeah, but... lemons are gross, man. Makes me think of nasty fish. Oh, well, it's cool. Fuck you guys. <laughs> no, fuck you, because you like lemons in your fucking water too, don't you? <laughs> All right. Sure. Why not? <clears throat> gross. Now we're rounding out, right? Like we got we got a few minutes left in the show, and there's something Pressing. important that's happened in our lives recently, and we we need to we need to work this out, right? Like we need to have some bro talk about this. Address the elephant in the room. Yeah. So first of all, let's go back a couple weeks, and Max Holloway absolutely fucking dominated his fight. Uh, Qatar. Qatar. Absolutely. F- Fucked his world up. Dude, this isn't the first time I've seen Max Holloway do this. Like, he's he's down. That's that's the guy he is. Uh, I think... Dude, I've seen Max Holloway talk shit to Conor McGregor and be like, yeah, let's fight. I know that Max Holloway is smaller than Conor McGregor, but uh, I think his boxing skill is there. Um, what I will say is I don't think Max Holloway has the knockout power that he thinks he does. Or, well, sure. He just... I mean, he can't think he does because he doesn't. He, he punishes him. Like, that's why it's such a bad ass-whooping. Because he's small enough that he never actually just knocks him out cold. He just beats the shit out of him for all fucking five rounds, you know? I think McGregor will push his buttons, dude. He did it to uh, uh, oh, uh, Ortega, Brian Ortega. Yeah. Dude. He did the exact same thing to him. Um, but I think Max Holloway, like, dude, let's, I don't know, man. I Let's give him another shot at the belt, I guess. Let's do it. I'm down. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean... He's he's proven his worth, right? Like he was at the he was the champion for an extremely long time. Lost one fight, and this is, I guess, his first fight since then, right? And just absolutely fucking cru- like soul crushing defeat for the enemy. Which props on Qatar because he he ate all that sh- and dude, his face was hanging off. He looked like Rocky or something after it was over. Mm-hmm. Like he was fucked up, but you know he kept fighting. So <laughs> I don't know. It, Holloway was impressive and scary. Uh, what about the next fight? All right. <clears throat> so moving on to this last weekend, McGregor Poirier round two. So the first McGregor Poirier fight, McGregor caught him. I think McGregor knocked him out in the first round. Uh, I know he knocked him out. I'm pretty sure he knocked him out in the first round. And I think that was just a, a, a younger Poirier. I know he still had a lot of experience, but I don't think he was quite the Poirier that he is now. Um, and I don't think he, I think he underestimated McGregor's power. Yeah. I don't think he underestimated McGregor's skill, but his power. Right. Right. And he got caught and he got knocked out. Dude, this time he didn't. This time he was in there. He was loose. Uh, he, he stayed close. Um, McGre- that first round though, man, he didn't quite have it all together that first round. I don't think. I think McGregor won the first round. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, but Poirier was, was being smart enough to at least not, not get knocked out. Right. And I feel like the farther you take McGregor, the better your odds are of, of winning. Yeah, for sure. So um, he took it into the second. And then, I mean, he eventually, uh, Poirier, that is, eventually lands one. And you can see McGregor stutter. And he capitalized off of it. I mean, yeah. he, he rushed aggressively. Killer instinct, for sure. And he beat McGregor as decisively as McGregor beat him the first time. Yeah. Yeah, there's going to be a third fight. I think I'm almost positive of it. There has to be. I hope so, man. It's just a, but I don't think it's going to be next fight. 
Right. No, I think they've got to capitalize off of uh, McGregor's fame before he just like coasts off because that's what well, they need him to win again if they want to perpetuate that too. So they're gonna they're gonna put they're him gonna up against him a, some people, a big name. I could see them putting uh, bringing Nate Diaz back against him. I don't think that's a good move. I think they feed him some some up and comers that are that are just not quite there. Everybody wants the big names though. Yeah, and there's everybody and there's wants a, that big paycheck. And there's a long feud behind the the McGregor and Diaz. Yeah, but that's a risk because, because Diaz can can beat, beat him. Yeah, dude, that makes it better for me. For well, me, yeah, that, for me, that makes it better for me. That's not good for Connor's legacy and if any future career and moves. You're right or for he, the UFC. And you're right, he can beat him, but I guarantee the odds aren't going to be in his favor. That's a tough call. I, I mean, think you're right about they're going to put McGregor against someone else. Uh, they're going to let him win a couple. I think they're going to capitalize off the McGregor uh, hype train as long as they can. And then they'll put him back against Poirier. Poirier I think Poirier wins two out of three. Uh, and eventually McGregor retires because he starts losing. And he's not as he's already not as entertaining as he used to be. Sure. You know? And I agree 100%. I think that's the way it's going to hey, go. He can always go fight the Paul brothers for $50 million. Shit, no okay. <laughs> So, yeah. Uh, Dude, McGregor could fight both Paul brothers <laughs> at the same time. Jake Paul is going to fight uh, Ben, ben Askren. Askren. Yeah. Who, all right. Here's here's the problem I have with this fight, right? So it's a boxing match. What? Ben Askren is a wrestler. He is not a good striker. He is an absolutely terrible striker. He's also retired with a hip replacement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to kick though when you're or wrestle when and you're pushing boxing. forty while Jake Paul's like twenty three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I bigger. Really don't know how I feel about this. And I look, I know what's going on here. Ben Askren's career is over, right? Like he's. What, who else is he going to fight? Nobody he wants, he wants that money, son. He's going to fight... Yeah, he's going to fight the one of the Paul brothers. Well, who knows? They're both the f- same person. He's going to fight one of the Paul brothers and make a few million dollars. Dude, and in his head, and in a, in a, in a pretty high likelihood also, Ben Askren might still just walk out into the center of the ring, hit him one time, and knock his ass to the ground. I That's what he's hoping for, but that's not... Do not think that's going to happen. Hey, you never know, man. I've seen weirder things happen. So, Ben Askren has been in an interview and said, I do not train my striking. I do not strike. I do not fucking train this at all. I am a wrestler. Like, that. Like he doesn't know how to fucking box or kickbox or anything. And he fucking does not train. He's going to learn today. And meanwhile, that Jake soon Paul too. only trains boxing and won't fight anybody anywhere else. Bro, yeah. that fight's soon, too. It's like March or April of this year. Yeah, March, for sure. Damn. Mm. I d- before this even happened, I watched like a highlight reel of Ben Askren striking just randomly. Yeah, it's just terrible. Back to back to back, him throwing like jabs. He just looks so goofy. Oh, it's really bad. <sighs> I'm still gonna laugh if he just walks out, never puts his hands up, hits him one time, and walks. Sure, off and the let's stage. let's hope that's the way it goes. Let's <laughs> let's hope he fucking Mos Mos his fucking uh, his opponent in. The way that uh, Masvidal did to him. I would feel better about that outcome than the other outcome in which Jake Paul walks out and pieces him up. How about this, though? The Paul brothers are single-handedly... Well, no, because uh, Tyson's come back recently. But the Paul brothers are doing a lot for the sport of boxing, right? Nobody sure. gave a fuck about boxing until Tyson and the Paul brothers. Mm-hmm. And, dude, honestly, it's a cool it's a cool story. Like, it's a Hollywood storyline, right? Like, sure. fucking... Rich guy gets the gets the urge. And, you know, this is one of the things that everybody loved about uh, the guy from Hawaii, uh, BJ Penn, was that he he wasn't one of the fighters that needed to fight to feed his family, like type of guy. Like he was he was a rich kid. He fought because he wanted to fight. Mm. You know, and that's one of the things that I think is really kind of uh, sparked interest in the Paul brothers is that dude they they already made a shit ton of money. Like they're they're well off from from here on out pretty much. And and they're getting into fighting because because they want to because they they got something to prove I don't know got a chip on their shoulder about mm. being called wussy YouTubers or something yeah I will say this I I would not ever have watched any of the Paul brothers YouTube channel but I'll watch their boxing matches and I would rather them be doing that than putting out shitty fucking YouTube videos of people dead in a forest dude you wouldn't but like a hundred million people do watch sure that sure I'm not, I'm not saying that they weren't popular I'm just saying that. It's it's cool to see them transition from being like shitty reactionary YouTube channel people to like Dude, actual celebrities. Yeah, now I'm a boxer, and even though like it's not, they're not fucking taking a belt or anything. Like, still better that than fucking 
you whatever know. the fuck they were doing. Yeah, whatever, whatever the fuck they dude, were doing. There's before. some there's some dude walking around right now balling out of control because he invented chia pets, man. Like, yeah, is, you know, like yeah, but that motherfucker, nobody knows his name because he didn't go fight in the ring. Yeah, he didn't call out every fighter that's ever walked the earth. I will say, Jake Jake Paul went south in my mind. When he came out and won, I was like, oh, damn. And and I thought that was cool. And then, like, that next week, he just started calling people out left and right. And I was like, dude, that's... Fuck you. (laughs) I will say his boxing manager is a fucking G. Because he's lined it up perfectly, right? Like, so he fought another YouTuber. And then he fought fucking Nate Robinson, who was an NBA player who had no fight training at all. But at least an athlete. Yeah, no, he's gonna fight a retired. Now he's fighter. gonna ret- fight a retired fighter, and if he wins, that's this, not a boxer. That's not a boxer. Match. Yeah, and then after that, he probably, from what I understand, he's probably gonna fight another UFC dropout. That I would like him. I would like to see them make the turn and go MMA. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. While that would be cool, I think they'll probably stick to boxing. I think that's their yeah, because it's shit. one thing to learn instead of fucking nine. Sure, but the point is that. At what point do we see them turn a corner and fight a boxer? Like, how many more fights can their manager be like, oh, yeah, he's going to fight this guy. Hype. If Jake Paul beats up Ben Askren, you'll see it immediately after. I don't think so. I think he fights another UFC wash. You think? Yep. Yeah, that's smart. A Good. better one. A better one. Yeah. And that Okay, I want to be very clear. Ben Askren is a fucking incredible athlete. They're trying to... As a wrestler. <laughs> just can't strike for shit. They're trying to fight paydays, though. That's what they're doing, you know? They're calling out the top of the top and trying to fight paydays. Sure. So, I forget who it was. I want to say it's Bisping, maybe. Which, honestly, if I was going to fight, I'd be one to fight Which fucking Bisping's paydays. Which Bisping's like 40-something years old with one eye. Yeah. Dude, like... And he would beat the brakes off him. Dude, Bisping might murder them. Like, that's not okay. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah. Even old Bisping will fucking murder them. So, I think that is supposed to be the, uh, Jake Paul's next fight. Pending a win, you can't, obviously. But you can't even guess what he's going to do, because he's calling out everybody. Nobody expected Ben Askren, because he's called out like 19 other fucking people. Sure. God, he would bite too, though. <laughs> fucking Ben Askren, man. <laughs> fucking Ben Askren. Ben Askren Fuzzy. is looking for a payday. That's what that is. But Yeah. <clears throat> he's uh, like, oh, they won't fight you for $50 million? I'll fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for him to talk shit. In all the press conferences and stuff. Oh, dude, Ben Askren's already talking shit, dude, bro. Like I already. Can't wait. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna beat up this little YouTube. I think kid. the I think the last one that I saw from him was like, I know Jake Paul's enjoying pretending to be an athlete or something like that. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's talking shit for sure already. So there's no losers in this. Well, there's gonna be a loser, but we're all winners. How about that? We're all winners in this fight. Uh, it doesn't v- matter how it goes down. It's gonna be like fuck yeah. <laughs> as viewership, we're winners. Yes. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think it's going to be a fun fight to watch, if nothing else. I think it's uh, I think it's a stupid fucking matchup for Ben Askren, if I'm being honest. But uh, yeah, no, I think it'll be entertaining, if nothing else. All right, guys, the Whiskey and Whiskers website is up. It's whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. On there, you can find links to all of our social media, including Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also find links to every way you choose to listen, including Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, and all your favorite podcasting apps. We're also on the That's Not Canada Network, along with a million other awesome podcasts. Go check out their website. It has all of their content, as well as ours. Uh, we got new episodes every Monday, new content all the time. We'll see you next week.